Hey, the old guys with glasses, Joe. Hey, Bob. Hey, Debone, how's it going? Oh, man. It's, <laughs> I can't believe we're here. This is unbelievable. This is great. We, I, It's just you and me tonight. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, but... All right. Well, Cho, Cho isn't able to Cho, make it with us tonight. Cho wasn't able to make it tonight. He's listening in, but uh, we have a guest producer in the studio tonight. Oh, yeah. Applause. <laughs> Wild Thunder's applause. Alec Helm. Hey, Helm guys. Extraordinaire is here standing in as guest producer. Hey, guys. Long-time listener, first-time producer. <laughs> <laughs> very happy to be here. Well, we're very happy to have you here. This is my first podcast ever. So, oh, well, yeah. hey. Well, we could do a cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, do you have a, a toast for us, though? Like, to, like, just to get us over. Well, you know, I always have a toast. Yeah. Um, and today I'm going to toast Alec <laughs> for stepping up right. and, and, and being our guest. Originally, I believe he was going to be a guest. He's just going to be a guest, yeah. And, and you know, by, by twist of fate and twist of ankle, um, he's... In as, as the I guess guest producer. producer. Yeah, we'll take it. Well, cheers to you. W- way you. to push record on Logic. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, uh, this is great. Yeah. So okay. here's to you. Cheers to you. Thank you. Hey, hey, what are you sipping over there, T-Bone? Well, I've got a victory. We we love the victory here. We do. But this is bro. the Hellas Lager. Mm-hmm. I've never had this before, and it's quite tasty. Um, it. Is it? I've never had it either. It's I just a lager, it, yeah. It Man, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It, it would be, to me, this is a beer that would be better in a glass. Okay. I think because I could drink it quicker. Yeah. And. Well, it's a lager. Well, let yeah. me ask you a question. Yeah. I noticed there's no koozie on there. There is no koozie. And I I said, <sighs> you should bring the koozie back. What What's going on? Yeah. You just I, didn't get well, a chance to go home. I didn't get a chance to go home. I'm not used to this. Um, th- is your th- hand getting too cold? It is. is it is. And is your I, hand getting too cold? And, and I, I will curse your name because my hand's okay. getting cold. You can blame it on me if you want. Yeah, I mean, but it's Koozie Corner will return next week. If you want, I'll save a shelf tour. here in the studio so you could keep a koozie, a koozie shelf. Like I could bring my bucket of koozies. There you go. There you go. And you'd always have it. You'd be like... Like Cho with his list of apps of the week, true, you would have true. you would have koozies in, in a in a shelf just for you yeah. if you want, just a yeah. backup if you want. It's just an idea. No, I appreciate right. that. Sure. What do you what do you got over there, Alec? I'm drinking a Lancaster strawberry wheat. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> so I'm, so guess, is, if you're a producer, you have to drink the fruity, fruity beer. Is that? Beer. That's right. Yeah. I I mean I understand this is what Joe uh, would have drank. So yeah, I'm uh, drinking for him. What do you think? It, you know what? It doesn't taste that much like strawberry. There's, you don't get any Does it taste like mustard? It's like Apple Jacks. It doesn't taste like apple. Oh, it's a yeah. strawberry beer that doesn't taste like strawberry. Does it taste, taste like sweet, strawberry. though? Would you say it's a sweet beer? No. Uh, it tastes... It, it's got a, It's like a normal beer with just a hint of strawberry. I've never like had anything from Lancaster. I'm, I am I don't know if they're a good brewer or not. I'm, it's hard to know. It's, yeah, I know. It looks like it's kind really, of a cool... It's a cool label. Yeah, it's got a truck with a giant strawberry in the back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have to be honest with you. When I pick out beers, sometimes I'm just looking at labels and have I drank oh, it? Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh, oh already. All right. Well, we'll have a boiler break. Yeah. Okay, and so we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> boiler break is over. Um, so. So what are, we what are you drinking? Oh yeah, I got the um, Dominion, which I've heard of before. It's uh, candy, Belgian triple. 
Tell us about oh, your label. And there is a very vivacious, vivacious, <laughs> buxom woman on this. Yeah. I like that. With blonde hair. Yeah. 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 And she looks surprised. Hello. A better name's Candy. I, I have to say, though, this is a really good triple. Like, it's very nice. It's kind of... Is it smooth or mm. has it got a bite to it? No, it's very smooth. And as a triple, it's smooth and a little bit of... It's sweet. It's more malty than, than hoppy. That's great. But it's also, I can tell it's kind of strong as a triple should be. Yeah. Hey, so... Oh, yeah, we did the toast, right? We did the toast. We um, did the toast. I'm just curious, like, we want to try something where we're kind of excited. Alec is a filmmaker. Yes. I oh, yeah. And um, he, he's got a couple of different hats and jobs that he does. But mm-hmm. he just recently, or he's in post-production of a, a short film he just finished. No, it's finished. All oh, done. It's all done. All done. The Letterbox. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we kind of wanted to talk to you about that, but also about what you do and, and the stuff that you use. So um, sure. can you just tell us a little bit about, about The Letterbox? So the letterbox is a it's a short film. It's thirteen minutes long, um, and it's uh, it's kind of a surreal movie. I wouldn't really call it a comedy, although it, it's kind of funny. But uh, it's about a composer who is trapped on a desert island, uh, a very small desert island, like you'd see in a cartoon, like in the New Yorker. This week, there's actually a cartoon with one of these islands, but we all know that that image. So it is like a tiny, like the guy, very tiny on, yeah. lone palm tree. A single guy um, and he is there to he's trying to write his masterpiece um, and so we see him composing and we hear the music he's composing and we see him writing and there is a he has a nemesis which is a seagull that is always interrupting his work and getting in the way and stealing his his score pages yeah um, and the seagull is actually an animated character. It's traditional two-drawn animation that interacts with the live-action set, just like in Roger Rabbit. Um, and uh, it took a long time to make, and it actually, I guess I should say that it stars the co-host of this show, <laughs> oh, which is I how I got this gig. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. But uh, I, I've, I've seen um, the show twice. I've seen it twice. Oh, um, cool. And I took a completely different message from it. Did you? Were you the writer, or I wrote it with a with a friend of mine named Travis Barassa, who is a, a fellow screenwriter and filmmaker. And we wrote it a few years back, and it was the kind of thing I thought I never really, I didn't really know how to put that on film because it's a very cartoonish image. And um, but it, you know, after. Thinking about it for a while and, and kind of learning about special effects, I kind of figured out how to do it. And then I filmed it, I think, about two years after I wrote it, actually. So it was the idea from the beginning to, um, you know, one of my favorite films of all time is Mary Poppins. So the use of live action and then interacting and, and playing with animated cell characters was right. that the intent from the beginning, or was it no? It, it wasn't physically actually. only way to get a, a seagull to participate. Well, it was funny because we wrote it as being a seagull, and when I wrote it, I just imagined it being a, a real, real seagull. A real seagull. How and would you? What were you? Would you? Well, like in your mind, well, you could you use to, you know CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, we could do it CGI, but you'd never do CGI good enough to pass as a real seagull. 
Um, because even in, in big Hollywood movies... Like with Jurassic Park or something. I mean, Jurassic Park is, is a, a movie where the animals look really real, but it's rare that you see you a movie. You see it looks that good. Yeah, yeah I mean, even, even in... Uh, we opened this show with Indiana Jones, and the last Indiana Jones movie, there's like <coughs> monkeys and gophers that look utterly fake. So yeah. I knew, you know, if Indiana Jones can't get animals to look real... There's just no way. So I decided to do it 2D hand-drawn animation so that it would look purposeful. It wouldn't look real, but it would look like a purposeful yeah. artistic like you in, choice. You in, intentionally decided to do that. Yeah. So it, it was hand-drawn. It wasn't computer-generated. It was all completely hand-drawn. It was hand-drawn on a computer in uh, Adobe Flash. Okay, all right. But what you there's a really cool uh, piece of technology called a Cintiq, and it is a, it is a monitor that is a touchscreen it's designed to it's designed to work with a specific pen, but the the surface of the screen is the same texture as paper. Oh, cool! So, and your pen has a tip and it has an eraser and it works exactly like you can actually erase. You can actually yeah, you can actually erase. It's exactly like drawing on paper. It feels exactly the same. It's and really it's, what is it's that really called cool. again? What it's is called that? a Cintiq. Interesting. Because um, Google was talking about the the the. Um, uh, the touch uh, with a haptic engine, and they were talking about like make, yeah. using drawing on an iPad. Now it's weird to draw on glass, and yeah, talking about a Wacom tablet and stuff. But we're talking about a couple hundred dollar thing with an iPad, where yeah. the Cintiq is probably thousands of dollars. I think it's I think it's super expensive. Yeah, yeah. Pro- yeah um, I mean, I was thinking five digits. You know, probably ten, fifteen thousand. Is it that much? I I don't know if it's that much. Um, if we had a producer, they, it's got to be a show. They could a thousand. Look it up. Yeah, they could look that up. Yeah. No, it's okay. No, don't no, worry about you, you talking about. There's a no. lot of different. It depends on the size you get. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but it's. I mean, it's. I I hired a really really talented animator named Rachel Gitlovich. Yeah. Who uh, is just. I mean, it's like magic watching her work. Um, so was it hers or did we rent this? For... It was hers. Right. So she she's oh, wow. a professional right. animator and she works on a lot of. Uh, TV shows. She works on uh, Turbo, the animated series on Netflix, and she works on Hot Wheels. Um, she works on. She worked on a show called Ugly Americans and another show called Super Jail. So she's. So um, how do you? I guess um, just out of curiosity, like you, you, you came up with this idea. You decided to do uh, something, you know, where there's both. Uh, uh, there's animation and and live action, and and then you're also doing it pretty much by yourself. Like there's a lot of lot of stuff you're yeah. Like, like there's a long span here. I think everybody imagines like a big production film where they have a right. somebody writes a script, they sell it, and then they hire a director and a hire a producer and somebody like puts it together with a budget. And right. you've just sort of been pasting this together for a few years now, right? Yeah. So I do. You know, on, on personal projects, I really do every job myself, um, from filming to editing to... Um, I did sound design on a film once, and I I, I kind of swore off doing that. <coughs> so I, I don't do sound design anymore. This is really the first project I did where I brought on other people, like the animator, a sound designer, um, some CGI people, because um, I, I can't do CGI at all. But when we film, I mean, it's just us and the camera. We have a few... Production assistants, um, and it's just a very small, it's a very small crew. And yeah, it is a matter of just pasting it together. We, I mean, 
we would go out and shoot, you know, a couple of shots that are completely disjointed and you kind of plug them into these bigger shots that are all going to be CGI later. Yeah. You know, it's like 10% of the image is live action and then the rest is, is made years later. Yeah. It's uh it's a weird way to work, but, um, well, I'm curious. I, 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 I know you mentioned it earlier, but, um, I'm just curious, like how you said that it's done now. And I'm, I'm always curious, like, what do you do with a short film? Like you can't really, you can't really put it out in the theaters and, and right. sell tickets. And, um, what do you like? What's the next couple of steps and how do you, what's the goal? I so guess. the goal for this is, um, you know, I think what you, do, what you use short films for today is to prove yourself as a filmmaker. And it's, I mean, it's pretty great with, with YouTube and Vimeo. Yeah. And there are people who, there was a short film that recently came out. Um, and you know, the dream is to get it noticed by, um, by Hollywood. And then they'll say like, Oh, that, that could be a great idea for a feature film. So there's, right. a, there's a film coming out this summer called pixels, um, which was, uh, like a four or five minute short film that came out, I think in 2010. Yeah. And it's about arcade games coming to life and wreaking havoc. And now it's like a feature film. Yeah, and now it's going to yeah. go big. Do you know about this? <coughs> I have. Yeah. Yeah. I have. yeah. I, so, um, you know, I've, I've got so many questions off the top of my mind. I don't want to kind of derail things, but the, the music is just as important in, in this film as, I mean, I think it's a character in, in the film mm -hmm. and, it's interesting. Was, was the score something that you wrote, or a friend of yours wrote, or a borrowed piece of music? It was a combination. So in the in the movie, the movie has a score, but it also has a piece of music that the character is writing, and I wrote that piece of music. And then a composer friend of mine, uh, Adam Janovich, um, he actually orchestrated that, and then he composed the rest of the music for the movie. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of music in the movie. It's there almost is. wall to wall. There is. It's um, it's very interesting. Well, yeah. But, yeah. but uh, it's you know I I'm not really a composer, but I I guess I was just inspired, and I wrote uh, I wrote the main theme, and then um, Adam came up with some really great music for the rest of it well i like the setting it was shot on location and in a barren island in the middle of yeah. the ocean or... it was yeah. a... <laughs> i wish i that wish it was easier I, as a matter of fact just leave the lead character there i we're, we're okay with that yeah <laughs> we'd all be better off yeah maybe <laughs> the show would be 50 percent quieter yes that you just did a cutout right? that's, that's exactly right cardboard cutout um no, it was, uh, so the desert island, uh, the top half of it that the main character walks on and interacts with is a physical set that was just done in the backyard, in my parents' backyard. The sandbox. Yeah, well, that, I mean, it was, it was like a wooden shell that uh, was covered with sand. It was a reverse and, uh, sandbox. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was, uh, because if, if, you, if it was an actual pile of sand... Over every take of him walking across it, the whole thing would change shape, and you would have continuity oh, yeah. nightmares. So yeah. you couldn't use a real pile of sand. Okay. Um, so it had to be a shell with just like an inch of sand on it, so it would retain its shape. And then we would film uh, the main character against a green screen, um, and then we would add a palm tree in post, and we would extend the uh, the shoreline of the island with a CG model. And then the water is uh, all CGI, but the sky is is uh, the sky is real. But it was shot uh, years later. 
Okay. Years. So you just yeah. So Years. when you shoot, you have to record every piece of information about where the camera is in relation to the main character. So we we had a giant tape measure and we'd say, okay, this shot of the camera is fifty six feet from the main character. It's five feet eleven inches off of the ground. We're using a thirty five millimeter lens with a eighteen aperture at a fifty shutter speed. You have to record. There's everything. a ton of math. There's all this <laughs> so, And then uh, you give that to the CGI guys, and then they, they plug it in, and they set up their digital camera, and you have a, a pretty perfect match. Okay. Wow. I mean, do you have another, like, technical question? Well, I was going to ask, was, was everything done in, in Final Cut, or, or how, how, was the, how was the recording process and then editing? Right. We, we shot it on a Canon 7D, which just right, shoots yeah. in QuickTime Movie, and then I edited... The first cut, I did. Is the Canon 7D like designed as a as a regular SLR? Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's it a actually, digital SLR, right? It's a regular yeah. digital SLR. It's, it's not. It's primarily an SLR, and then you can shoot. You know, a few years ago, it, it was really good video, and now it just doesn't. I mean, you wouldn't use it for shooting a film anymore. now. Yeah, I mean, it's been as a filmmaker. Do you know? Do like? Do they make something that does the same thing for the same price? Because, I mean, years ago, to buy a camera to film would cost thousands of dollars. Yeah. And then there was, this, like, this in-between world where an SLR as that could shoot video was better than buying a digital... It was cheaper than buying, like, a, a hyper-expensive digital camera. Right. Is there something like, you know what, this is what people want to do now, so I'm going to... I'm gonna just make a. I'm gonna make a camera that will do what you wanted to do. Yeah, it's called an iPhone. No, <laughs> it doesn't have. A, it doesn't a lens though. It doesn't have a real lens. No, that's what I mean. That's the thing about this. It has a real lens on it. An interchangeable yeah. lenses. Interchangeable yeah. lenses. Yeah. yeah, and also With I mean lots of glass. And less. Uh, you have more control over the image. So the yeah. iPhone has a lot of. I mean, it's it's like the software sharpens it for you, and it makes it look very. Video-y. Yeah, so if yeah. you look at home video or if you look at sort of low-grade video cameras, you know, once you, if you look carefully, you'll see that a lot of high-contrast areas have this black outline that is just added by software, which fools your brain into thinking you're looking at a sharp image, but you're not. Right. Hmm. Um, and once you know that, it'll ruin, I've, it'll ruin I've it ruined yeah. a lot of video for everybody just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, that's yeah. fake. Oh. But... I mean, the bottom line is you need glass. You need those those lenses yeah. to do it. So I guess my question is, are there you saying that when you started the film, that was like a great choice? It was great, but you know, I didn't. I just didn't know a lot about how to use a seven D. Like I didn't even learn how to white balance it when we shot it, which yeah. is just a huge idiotic. Show. I mean, it's really stupid. And and the camera has auto white balance, which is pretty good, but. When you film a close-up, this is a desert island, so if you film a close-up of yellow sand and that fills the frame, the camera's going to think, whoa, like this is really yellow, I need to balance this out. I'm going to make this sand, this yellow sand white. And right. then a hand enters the frame and you've got a purple hand. And, uh, then, that, yeah. and then, you know... That ruins it. Yeah, and then I thought, like, oh, I can just color correct it later, you know? Final cut, you know? And, uh, <laughs> All right, so you used... I guess you, you filmed it on this, on this SLR. Yep. And then you were editing it in Final Cut. I, I cut it in Final Cut 7, but I finished it in Final Cut 10. And that's a huge... Like, that's a huge rift there, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to buy... A, and uh, You have to buy a program, unfortunately, to transfer uh, 
those two things. Uh, there's a program called 7 to 10, which will take your um, XML file from Final Cut 7 and, and turn it into Final Cut 10. Oh, wow. S sometimes with weird side effects, but it's usually pretty good. Okay. So, <laughs> so not even in the same family can you can you jump up. That's, I mean, that's well, it's, it, it seems like that. Like you have the same... But it is a, it, there was a huge leap. It was like a whole other program, basically. Yeah, yeah. they... Um, I mean, and they lost every professional who used Final Cut I'm the only working professional I've ever met who uses Final Cut 10. I was going to say, but well, isn't there a swing now? back? There's a swing back now, I think. People are starting to swing back toward it. Or I, do they start using I've read several else? articles. No, I think it's Adobe Premiere now. Yeah. It, I mean, it just took over almost overnight. Yeah. And um, I mean, when I, when I was first starting to edit professionally, um, that... Actually, yeah, it was the month that I uh, started a full-time job filmmaking. Uh, the girl with a dragon tattoo won the Oscar for best editing, and that was that was cut on Final Cut Seven. Right. And those guys had won the year before on Final Cut Seven with the Social Network, and uh, the new David Fincher movie, Gone Girl, was the first like big Hollywood movie to be cut on Premiere. So, so they went they, from Final they, Cut they Seven to oh wow, so they changed. Yeah, interesting. Okay. And they were like they were the champions in the industry of Final Cut. Yeah. Because they were winning Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back, and they were like, eh, screw it. If it yeah, if it's gonna break, then yeah. It's too bad. I mean, I love it. I think it's a great program, but. Well, what's your like? What's your take? I mean, that's a really specific question, but do you think that because you, you you stuck with the Apple product, do you feel like you could do the same things with Final Cut Ten, or do you think that it just What's your oh yeah? Ability? I mean, I would never go back. I think Final Cut Ten is the best. But there was enough program. of a gap and enough of a outlash that yeah, people the, the outlash is because almost none of your knowledge from Final Cut Seven will transfer. Well, right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a full learning curve. It's a completely yeah. new way of editing. It's completely better, but I, uh, editors are generally, I mean, they they have a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do, and they don't have time to learn. Right, but they've got all their shortcuts. It's almost yeah. habitual motion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and yeah. once you get into that groove, it. I mean, that's you don't a want to technology. That. Yeah. That's technology in general. Yeah. And you throw that into a professional world. Yeah, man. I've got my command command C and command V down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I got crazy. that. You can't change that. <laughs> I, I I nailed that. All right. So the big question I have is, uh, we talked about this a little bit before before the show, but. But the question is like, okay, so it's done. It's a short. Right. What do and you do with I, it? And I said, well, let's let's plug your show a little bit. Let's plug it. And you're yeah. like, well, you, we can't plug it yet because you can't see it. So, right. so, so what's the next steps? So you, you submit to festivals, and then you hope that you get in. And there's thousands of festivals out there, but you want to get into, you know, there's Sundance, there's Tribeca, there's South by Southwest, there's london international film festival there's a lot of them and you apply to a bunch and you hope you get in and then you you go and you hope that uh you meet people yeah what's up it's working yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um well here's the question i have yeah and and this is because i i i enjoyed the work i i thought it was great i i enjoyed it um were was there written dialogue no originally 
Yeah. And it was just so poorly performed by the actor that <laughs> yes. you had to pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> or or, so the or actor, was it always? <laughs> so the, the thing with this actor is English is not his first language. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's just a really, I mean, he's, he's uh, I mean, he's. Now, did he have that prima donna attitude on yeah. set as well? He, I mean, he's. Because you hear all the stories. I mean, he's, he's, it's, he's poor. You can be on all the time. I want I want Cho back as my producer, but you can be on all the time. I heard he worked for free. He did work for free, but man, so he's still poor. But so you you wanted to duck something from his salary, but you just can't duck his pay. I took him out for lunch at a diner. Um, and he, you know, he would complain about the food. <laughs> and, he would, <laughs> and he would say... All the tabloids were right. Oh. Yeah. And he would, you know, we didn't have a trailer, but he'd just kind of sit in his station wagon and... <laughs> <laughs> the Vol- was that the Volvo at the time? Yeah, that guy sounds like a fuck bad. <laughs> yeah. He is. And, uh... <laughs> no, but he was great. There wasn't, to be, uh, there wasn't any written dialogue. Um, right. Because there's no one for him to talk to. There were some good ah moments. There was a one good scream that the actor improvised, and then our sound designer was able to save it. We actually we recorded it like near an open road with traffic going by, um, uh. because it's just a close up, and all you need is blue sky behind him. So we shot that just by the road, and uh, we yeah we saved that audio. Yeah. Well, I thought it was fantastic. I I took something completely different. And, and being an artist myself, I felt like the island was his self-imposed little purgatory. Yeah. And, and the, the seagull was, was basically his inner struggle, mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to figure things out. And, and then the end came along. And I was I was just as pissed off at that ending as I was the lost ending when I found out that they were all dead. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, dude. Yeah. I'm still on season three. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I ruined it. You've had plenty of time to not read those spoilers. I I stopped watching Lost. But what a... I mean, such a terrific show. But, you know, it was... To me, I I got to the ending, and I see the audience, (coughs) and I don't want to ruin the suspense for anybody. (laughs) And I was like, Really? He was. It, it seemed did you, like. Did you think that he was dead at the end? Well, I wasn't sure if he actually went to level one of the underworld or if he went all the way to. Are you about Lost or the or, or Alex movie? Alex movie. Okay. It's actually a giant metaphor for Scientology, and, <laughs> and uh, why, why Scientology is is the one true religion. And uh, sorry, Tom. Right. Right. I'm sorry. I actually have a, a second motive for being here. I want I want you guys to, <laughs> to, to promote Scientology. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you a question though. Like, if somebody, if one of our listeners wants to see this show, what's what's their deal? How do they do that? Well, they can. And, and also, I know that you have clips and like how the making of and things yes. like this. So, so there is. Um, uh, if there's a you know a few film festivals that will be in the area that I hope that we we play at uh, in okay. New York and in Bethlehem, there's okay. a great film festival. Um, so I'm hoping we get in, and uh, then you know you buy a ticket and you show up. But beyond, uh, beyond that, like if there's after after the festival run, as they call it, it'll just be on my Vimeo page. Okay. And and YouTube. 
Are you, then, it's a pay to subscribe, I, I would suspect. No, I mean, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't make it with any expectation of making money, and I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think, but I don't, I don't need to because well, I've got a whole. Because you're independently wealthy. Yes. Yes. I and am. the first donor we, to our, sh- to our oh, show, writing a thousand dollar check tonight. It's what oh, I heard. Uh, we made it. Uh, yeah. I was going to ask you, like, I mean, do we start this with the intention of making the money? Of Can course we not. No. We suck. We're not going to make any money. <laughs> Which brings me back to Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys really want to, I mean, improve Aren't your those lives. guys loaded though? Like they, they have. Well, a, you have to. You pay. have to. Yeah. You got to pay. You got to pay to get in. Yeah. I, that's the whole reason I can't do it. Right, it's not yeah. because I don't believe in it. It's because I can't afford it. All right. I totally <laughs> believe in the, that. In Xenu or whatever. Whatever alien race is superior. Thanks, Tom Cruise. And if you'd like to... The guy, the Tom Cruise is doing pretty well. Yeah, I can't argue with that. No, I'm not a Scientologist, but hey. He's wackadoo, on. dude. He is totally wackadoo. He's... Put a camera on him, he's okay. But dude, Scientology, Really? You know what it is? It's I, I recently saw the film Going Clear, the Scientology documentary. Do you either of you guys see that yet? No. No on Netflix from? Yeah, no on uh, HBO. Okay. But what it is is you it's basically it's like a confessional. You know, you go in the auditing is they hook you up to mach, to a machine. Yeah. It's I don't know why I put machine in quotes. You can't see my finger quotes at home. <laughs> but <laughs> they heard them. They but, heard the wafts of the little fingers. <laughs> they're really close to the mic. <laughs> but you, uh, you just—it's like it's just like a confessional, you know, or like going to therapy where you just talk about a bad, something bad that happens. It's to you, therapy. It seems. So, yeah, the, it's, so this what we do every Monday night is really Scientology. Exactly. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, man. Uh, we just, I, we, uh, every subscriber just went, You always want to take, take us like down a route. Now you've taken us down. Oh, like, we're people completely like, different down it. Yeah, the wrong <laughs> U-turn. All right, let's move on. Can we? Yeah. Is it time? Yeah. No, no. I was going to ask you. You had something in here. and I'm the, you know, I did. Do you know what the one sentence story thing is? I, I do. And and I thought of you when I read this because the New York Times has developed an app for the watch and they've turned it into a one sentence story. That's their thing is to try to tell their story in one sentence on the watch. The watch. What do you what do you mean? On the Apple Watch. Okay. Is there another watch right now? No. There's only one. Context. <laughs> There's only one. Okay. So I, I thought of you because you, you're, you're a newspaper guy. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at your headlines, you get your, you know, little blurb. Yeah. But their, their, um, their context is to put that on the watch. You don't have a lot of surface area, so they want to try to keep it as short as possible. And my guess is as soon as you interact with it, it can open something on the watch or... I mean, on the phone or something to that. But that's their idea is to be able to develop that story into one sentence. Whatever story it is that they're doing is well, to I put mean, it in Well, I mean, you kind of do that with sound bites already, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but that's their, that's their hook. And the, I mean, they already do that. If you, if, you, uh, if you subscribe digitally to the Times, they will send you notifications with like little blurbs. Yeah. I'm guessing that's, you're just going to get that. I'm sure thing. it's going to be something similar thing, to that yeah. feed, yeah. But I, I think they're going to condense it even more. But then for, what is that? Isn't that just a headline? Yeah, it's a headline. It's a headline, but 
one sentence. I mean, the headline is generally not a sentence, not a complete thought. It's just quick blurb. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to follow a full sentence structure, but it, it appears that they're going to try to tell the whole thing in one sentence. Hmm. I don't know. I, I just wanted to throw that out there and get your take on it. And because you're a newspaper guy. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, that's basically like what Reddit is. I mean, uh, speaking I mean, anything of Reddit, that's, anything that's on the internet is just try to grab your attention. Yeah. Clickbait. Clickbait. Yeah. Clickbait. yeah. yeah. So, so. Uh, well, yeah, we, we should let, bring this up because. Let's bring that up. Yeah. We did notice, Alec, that when we came up in conversation pre-show that Alec is a huge fan of. I don't know, huge, but he is a, I'm a regular I'm, user of Reddit, right? Yes, we, we're called Redditors. What? Redditors. Redditors, yes. Wow, as if my opinion was was so high of you, it just crashed to the ground in flames. Well, Redditors, really? A, a person who uses Reddit, yeah. It's is called, called a Redditor. Redditor. Yeah, like a... Does any of our listeners know that? Yeah, I'm curious. I, I am too. Well, I listened to your show where you, you discussed Reddit... Yeah, and I, I. How bad was it? It was. I mean, <laughs> I, I. I wish I had been able to explain it. I should have called in if, if, uh, you know, I could. I was listening to it after yeah. you recorded it, so I couldn't call in. Yeah. Right, right. Because that's not how uh, yeah. the fourth dimension works. No, <laughs> not, not this week. No, not this week. <laughs> but uh, it's. Uh, I guess you guys had a bet to see if you could stay on. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he couldn't. Uh, no, I couldn't for fifteen minutes. I, yeah. I find that surprising. I don't even. I, I I tried a couple times, and I don't think I met it. Made it to even twelve minutes total. What's something that you're interested though, like in, just like what's a hobby of yours? Because oh, well. there are these things called subreddits. Yeah, the band, the band. It's yeah. just like yeah, it's like a message board, where people can discuss. Yeah, I couldn't even find anything mm-hmm. on subreddits. You know, I nothing I found. Truly interested me, oh, you know. Okay. And I've sat down with people at work that that love Reddit, and you know, pull pull a subreddit up right now. Something you enjoy, and throw it up on the Apple TV, and let's see what what we come up with. Well, my favorite one is the movies subreddit, of course. So what you what you see if you just go to Reddit.com, you see what's called the front page. Yeah, and the front page is is comprised of the top posts from the default subreddits. So the people who make Reddit, they say, okay, these are the subreddits we think we want the world to see at first glance. And it's things like movies or jokes or they call them life pro tips or uh, do-it-yourself projects, all sorts of stuff. I think there's like 50 of them. News is, uh, news is a big one. Um, art is one okay, of them. Okay, so he is like a band camp guy. He does marching band stuff, which is kind of a weird... like subculture thing but to okay. him there's a there's a big following to that is there something that is there a place that 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 t-bone would want to go in reddit to follow people like if you were a trekkie person oh yeah you know, like you there's probably a place to in reddit to go but oh, yeah he's sort of like a smaller group of trekkie because the Every, the, like there's, the there's marching band everyone. people like i never even heard of marching band and it's a huge thing to him so okay so can All we right. find like Something the uh, T bone. Uh, the internet connection I'm, is not working for me. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, we haven't even. I have an IP oh. block on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's um, our marching band. There is a Reddit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there, and it will probably yeah. be people who are offering.
you know, uh, stories or tips or whatever. I mean, I, I don't I don't know anything we, about marching band. Joe, our, our our producer, is even it. here, and is and is really taking care of us. Um, <laughs> he he, he um, I, I can't get my he found over. the making of the small scene in the movie in your movie. Oh, online, he? he found that for us. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Um, he found a subreddit on marching bands. <clears throat> I can't um, even use my Safari, so. We, Should we book you an appointment for that? Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah, my my click. Yeah, because I mean, your you, you, your last update for for our site is: Are you saying titties? And that was <laughs> How do we know that, that was forever ago. That? Just restart. <laughs> just restart. <laughs> so I I just pulled up um <laughs> the site and has been following the the um. Restart the whole computer. Yeah, just try that. That'll All right. work. Um, yeah. So it. it so Reddit, I I still didn't get it. It 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 works for you. You've got a, a yeah. So a in good movie, place. so so for instance, in movies, there are people who are either posting like an album of screen captures from a movie, right? So like, I did. I actually did an album of the best screenshots from the movie Blade Runner, which is one of the most beautiful movies of all time. <laughs> right. But people share things like that. Like, here are the most beautiful shots from the movies of Hayao Miyazaki. Um, and it's like, you know, it's great. Well, what purpose does that serve? Because you're, you're already, I've gone, yeah, whatever. So if you're interested in a thing <coughs> in yeah. the world, there are other people who are are interested about it too and who who post about it. or Or people who... So, like, when a new movie comes out, they have, like, okay, discussion, Fast and the Furious 7 or Okay, but, like, yeah. or, or the new Star Wars movie. I'm pretty sure there's a Star Wars sub- subreddit. I, I bet there's Right, some. like, when a cool, uh, like, when a cool new trailer comes out, you'll know about it because it will be on Reddit. All right. Or people just discussing, like, hey, what's a great movie? Like, I love RoboCop. What's another, like, satirical science fiction action Do you check out Reddit on a regular basis, I guess? Yeah. Daily, right? Throughout the day. Throughout the day. Would you say that it's like a news feeder for you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably the first thing... It's maybe the first thing I do all day. Like, in bed, waking up, check Reddit. Because it's, like, it's all refreshed. It's like reading the morning newspaper. Okay. You know? And there's funny pictures, there's jokes... Is there somebody editing it? Uh, there are moderators who keep it. Each subreddit has its own rules. Yeah. So, like. But is there a human being moderating it? Or yeah, they're yeah they're human beings. Okay. All right. Do they get do they get paid for this or? No, I don't think so. But the I mean the real moderation is the upvote and downvote system. So, the things that the community thinks are of value, are they thumb up it. Yeah, they give it an upvote or a downvote. Okay, I, we're we're hearing we're getting a chime in from our from our regular producer, and he Cho, and he says he hasn't been sold by this pitch yet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so this is you're on the hot seat right now. Yeah, I am on the hot seat. We're going to move on somebody. to a different like social media very soon. So so here's okay. So here I'm on the movie subreddit right now. New movies on home video for April 7th, 2015. So whenever there's like Netflix or Amazon Prime, when they add new stuff, somebody posts about it. Oh, Um, really? Yep. So the highest grossing movies 
each year since 1989 and their Rotten Tomato ratings. A lot of people post graphs. So like the other day there was Michael Bay's movies and how and their cumulative ratings over time. And you can see how it goes up and down. Yeah. Or like M. Night Shyamalan's movies and you can just see them just nosedive. Oh, he's time, terrible. Right? Yeah. People will post, uh, here's What is your uh, feeling on him? He might be M. the M. worst actor of yeah. all time. M. Night Shyamalan? No, his yeah. movies and him. I think, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't know what happened. Because the Sixth what Sense. What happened? That, that was, a, that was the an Sixth amazing Sense is film. a masterpiece. Amazing film. And but, so is Unbreakable. Just, yeah. No. Those are, Unbreakable is the worst movie ever. You're, but Sixth Sense might be, it could be easily <laughs> top ten in anybody's list. No. It's, 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 it's perfect. Catchy. It's, it's catchy. No. The Sixth Sense? Yeah. The one with I See Dead People? Yeah. No. It's brilliant. No, it's catchy. I think... <laughs> if they had filmed it in black and white... No, it doesn't matter. It you're, might have been great now. Maybe you're thinking of the porn parody. The st- <laughs> <laughs> I'm positive the, that he the is. The sex sense. <laughs> About a boy who sees <laughs> naked see people everywhere. Please send me the like. <laughs> oh, oh, this is the best episode ever. <laughs> About a little boy who sees people naked. <laughs> I see naked people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, taking a turn for the worst. It has. Here's another. Okay, so 75% of Furious 7's non uh, North American audience was non-white. I, I I would I would buy that. That's pretty interesting. So there's just all. I mean, what's wrong with your computer? It keeps jumping <laughs> off the internet. I don't know. It's an Apple product, so I can't. All right, I, yeah. yeah. Right. You would diss it. Or people will make supercuts like a tribute reel I edited from the films of, Red, of Ridley Scott. I mean, there's just a lot of interesting stuff going on. So we have to we have to get him on the on ramp of Reddit of Joe. Who Joe? No. Uh, oh, T Bone. All right. So look up. I mean, here's here's my here's my pitch, and I won't take too much more of your time. But, <laughs> too late. <laughs> but. If you if you look up things that you that are hobbies for you or that you're interested in, you will probably find something interesting. Or you can make a new post about something like a thought that you had, or whatever. Have you ever posted? Oh yeah, I've been on the front page five times, which oh, means that. No. Wow, we're we are in the the presence of royalty. You yes, are, right? yeah. yeah. Reddit royalty. But, but Reddit the way royalty. I mean, he's a, he's a redditor. <laughs> I am, and he's you're an asshole. Reddit royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a little sensitive? I think he's a little sensitive. <laughs> he might. Yeah, he's going to go we'll home. Put and, him in the center seat too. That's, that's true. I, uh, I just want to go back. I'm drinking the Commodore Perry IPA. Commodore Perry. Why? It's the Great Lakes Brewery. Oh company. yeah, yeah. Well, Don't that? give up the ship. How's that taste? The sip, it says. Don't give up Don't the give sip. Don't give up the sip. Yes. I don't How's know taste? how to taste it yet. Oh, uh, okay. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is good stuff. I finished the whole beer without talking about it. And I'm I did, too. I pre- did, too. Prima Pills from Victory. And I had this at my wedding. It's good stuff. Oh, it's good stuff. It was emptied out. So, I... I don't necessarily what like the black clock. This is Shiner. Oh, it did. it's a Texas beer. Yeah, I, I love I love Shinerbach, which is a Texas mm. a Texas Brewer. beer. It's their main beer. Yeah, and and this is the Bohemian Black Lager, which is a good beer, but it's not as good as, in my opinion, as a Shinerbach. Shiner is to Texas what Yingling is to Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm glad I didn't try that. And you're still on the same fruity beer. 
Yeah, I'm I'm trying to finish it right now. That's Sorry. okay. You can work on that. It's a, you don't no no hurry. No, no. Mm, mm. We, 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 I think we have another another. I got. It. Are, are you are you gonna do that to him? Just what? give him all the no, footy beers? No, he can pull out anything. There's no more footy beers. It's now. like a frat party. No, there's no more footy beers. No, it's okay. You no, no, just have another. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, just grab anything. And, yeah. All right. Um. Twitter. Don't use it. Oh! <laughs> you don't use it. This is good. Not well, at we, all. I wanted to kind of bring up huh. a little bit. Like, I wanted to talk about uh, marketing ourselves and uh, brand management. I mean, do you feel like you have a brand as, as a filmmaker? I'm working on it. I would say... I mean, this show is going to destroy any brand that... Yeah, it, it, all credibility <laughs> is lost. <laughs> but... We're sorry for destroying Assuming your that nobody's listening to the show, which is probably pretty yeah, true, it's, too. That's pretty accurate. What, like, what is my brand? Yeah. So, for commercials, um, I'm generally built as a documentary style. Oh, yeah, you do commercials as well. That's right, yeah. I direct commercials when I'm not making my own projects. So, um, so documentary style, which... which Like, um, Crazy Larry's, come on down! Exactly. We got the big flapping arms! Right, the hard-hitting do? documentary about yeah. the used auto yeah. store. But uh, it's... I've seen some of your commercials. Thank yeah. you, yeah. It's a documentary... It's, uh, yeah, it, it just means that it's not like a, like, it doesn't have written dialogue. But it can be anything. I mean, it's a style. So, like, I, I did a commercial for Under Armour where, I mean, we, the people we were filming were real people. But the situations that we were putting them in were uh, pretty, pretty much fabricated. Fabricated by the producers, yeah. 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 Um, but it's really... You know, there's, there's like, there's, so in commercial making, there's like three different types. There's narrative, which is like a dialogue driven thing. There's comedy, which, you know, you can probably figure out for yourself. And then there's documentary style, which in is. Your, in your documentary style. For the most part, yeah. For commercials. But it, but it branches out because if Under Armour wants a documentary style commercial, I can do that. And now I'm also a sports director. Yeah, but the, so let me ask you a question of, though. Like, does that put you into a out. niche where you have a hard time breaking out of? It can, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, what if somebody wanted you to do a comedy commercial? Um, I would never get a comedy commercial. Yeah, but I actually this think is you're not your funny. style, right? But I mean, I could do it. I'm, I'm, I yeah. write comedy, and I, I mean, I make short films that are comedy films, right, right. but. Uh, when when people are looking for someone to direct a commercial, they're looking for someone who basically has already done exactly or as close to exactly what, as what they they've want. already right. That's what they want. No, do is it is it challenging to to kind of condense everything into a thirty second spot, Probably or commercial. do you find that easier to tell the story in a thirty second? You know, I've only I've only actually done one thirty second commercial, and it was a it was a music video style commercial. Um, so I mean, generally, if you're doing a thirty, as as they call them in the industry, there's thirties, there's sixties, there's nineties, um, which is just how many seconds right, long right. they are. But if you're doing a thirty, there's probably a very specific script that you or, can't or a very from. specific yeah. like set of shots that you, they know is gonna be. It's gonna work. It's gonna it capture the yeah. audience, right? So it's not like. Yeah, you know, oh, I shot this thing and it's you know five minutes long. How am I going to make it thirty seconds? You would never go in. You would know exactly what you're mm. doing. Yeah. So you would. It, it's not ever really a problem. So so back to 
the Twitter brand management well, thing. Well, yeah. Do you, so, so you don't do you use at this point for yourself, right? Not for the company that you. I know that you work for. Well, you you're an independent filmmaker, but you also work for. What, what would you call that? A group. A production a company. Production company. So it's it's interesting in that they are my agents, uh, managers, and producers. So they provide. Somebody wants to make a commercial. And they say, these are the directors we have, right. and, and we can produce the whole shebang for you, right? So, yep. so, so in, in the advertising world, there are people called sales reps, who are basically agents for directors, or cinematographers, right. or just anyone who's got a skill. But So my sales reps, who are always very, I mean, they're very charming people, and they're very charismatic, and mm. they're usually very attractive. Right. Actually, they're always very attractive. But, I mean, they're the kind of people who make a lot of friends. They've all got thousands of Facebook friends on Facebook, and they just know everybody. And so they can say, they can just call up somebody and say, like, hey, like, what are you working on? Like, you got anything for me? And they'll say, oh, you know, we're working on this, we're working on that. And they say, like, you know what, I know a great guy for that. His name is Alec Helm. Like, let me show you his work. And if and they, they do the like introduction, like, you know what, yeah. you're right. He would be great. <laughs> we should give him, you know, all our money. But uh, and that's that's how it works. And then they just hand over a suitcase to you with cash. They give me a suitcase and uh... <clears throat> and you make goodies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so you don't do any promotion for your production company whatsoever. But well, my, I mean, my work is on their yeah. website. But do you personally like? Uh, have a Twitter feed or a Facebook feed that's related back directly to your work? I have a website, uh, and if you're listening, you can go to avhelm.com. Yeah, and, that's, uh, yeah. yeah. I think if it gets 10 people, it'll probably crash. <laughs> it's got like no Well, is that there. something you host yourself, or is that through your company? I host it myself. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just interested, because, we, like, we are, we have our own, do you, who's host it do you use... Who's your? I uh, use Namecheap.com, oh, yeah. which yeah. sounds fake. No, it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Yeah. I know about I, that. I, I know about it. you. Don't know about no, it's, never... it's it's like uh, GoDaddy, but a cheaper version of GoDaddy. Yeah, oh. and they they can sell you just the domain. Oh, just oh yeah. They can sell you or the domain can host plus it or hosting, the email yes. or whatever. Yeah, and based right. on how much like what package you buy, yeah. how much stuff, how many hits you can get. Yeah, yeah. I was with GoDaddy, and God, do I hate them. Why? Because it's just every day it's like five emails talking about, you know, get 10% trying to, off. Trying but, to add more stuff. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, Namecheap like, is actually pretty good. They don't, they hit you up when, hey, you're about to, got to renew. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. they don't bug you about anything no, else. But no, GoDaddy I, is like. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. It's like an annoying We went friend. with Squarespace because they, they have the tools to set up yeah. a web space. Right. Do you and guys they, design your website? Do you use like a like a uh, no? You don't have to add. They they have like UI tools to build the website. Oh, you can okay. you can manipulate it a little bit, but right. It was very easy to set up. Our our regular producer could tell you, <laughs> but I mean, Is it was honest? very simple, and it was like a hundred bucks a year, like hundred twenty bucks a year. Yeah, uh, and we can also yeah. sell something on it. We can we're hosting the we're hosting our uh, podcast directly from there. Yeah, I've, I'm, I've got your website up. 
Yeah, so I, uh, you know, my, I, my website's super simple, but it's basically just, I mean, it's embedded YouTube and Vimeo videos. Yeah. I don't know do if... You don't know store, if it, do you post, you, are they hosting your Vimeos, your videos, or is that, no? Vimeo? There's links. They, no, they just Vimeo, link to it, right? Vimeo hosts. Right, yeah, it's all yeah. embedded. Okay. All right. All right, well, so you don't get Twitter, or you don't use Twitter? I don't. I don't use it. I I you guess use I Facebook get Facebook for your work. Yeah, I I don't use Facebook for work. I use it. I I try to keep my Facebook friends. Yeah, very personal. few. Yeah. Do you use anything specifically for work? LinkedIn or anything like that? No. Okay. See, when you when you have. I mean, when you have like a, you know, an agent basically. Yeah. They do all that. They do that for you. Which is okay. good because I don't understand almost any of it. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't have any professional marketing going on, obviously. We but we the, this whole podcast is based around what is the point of like you know social media. So, right. So how are people using social media to either enhance their career or reach out to other people or get more information? Or are they using it for a for Oof. for a news feeder? Was that a bad? Oof. I'm drinking a s- what is straub. It? Yeah. American amber. Yeah. It's very smoky. Smoky. That's a good word. Yeah, we haven't had a smoky, smoky beer. No. Smoky. You almost have to say that. smoky. Smoky. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I should be wearing a jacket. All right. And... All right. I think. I think. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is All it right. time? Yeah, it's time for half of the week. Half of the week. Half of the week. <laughs> You gotta start because I'm you this week. I'm you this week. Oh no, you're not prepared, are you? No. (laughs) Well, I would scroll through my phone, but it's actually in in purpose. So we we got into Monument Valley. Yeah, um, we talked about that a long time ago, right? So I discovered um, an app that's kind of similar to Monument Valley. Um, It's called Back in Bed. I've got like four or five apps. I've 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 taken over Cho's role. I've got a list of apps ready to go, right, um, but I'm going to go with back in, in in bed, and it's basically a sleepwalker, and you put objects in his path that direct him into bed. Okay. And ev- and he, sleepwalkers, according to their rules, only make right hand turns. So that's one of the rules. And then you just put objects in their way, and it directs them off of other objects right in, and then it sleepwalks into bed. It's called, are you sure it's called Back in Bed? Back in Bed. I'm not finding it anywhere. Or oh, Hold up. I can do this. Can you do that? <laughs> back in Bed? Back to yep. Bed, maybe? Back to Bed, maybe. All right. This looks yeah. more... Yeah. Back to Bed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It looks pretty cool, actually. The artwork looks pretty cool. Yeah, it, it, it kind of had Monument Valley-esque look about artwork, it. Artwork, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. What's your, like, you, but you, ultimately you think it's pretty cool, huh? I think it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm not very far into the game. I've only recently in the last couple of days um, discovered it. Just a little review. I'm curious. Um, what, what do you, a couple of weeks ago we talked about, uh, um, we talked about, 
Alto. Yeah. And you said your daughter was playing it, and the artwork is yeah, beautiful. It now. is Are you beautiful. Still playing that. I am. Okay. It's it's very. I easy still haven't finished level nine. I'm on I the last check. I'm on the last check mark of level nine, I and I have to a, you, and I, I have, was like, ah, oh, yes, like this is where T Bone is. What? Uh, ah, the yeah. fucker. And, right. And, and, right. And then <laughs> you get to the last part of level nine. And I, I've been there for for a week and a half. <laughs> Yeah, it's awful. But no, it's it's a it's a cool game. Yeah. Because if you don't direct yeah. him the right way, he walks off the edge into the nether. It looks kind of cool. I'm gonna play that. It's free. It's a free download. Yeah. I think there are um, like in store like I think there are in app yeah, updates. But I don't know what they are. Because I, I really ninety nine point nine percent of the time I give a rat's ass about in 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 app purchases. I won't purchase it. Yeah, well, Monument Valley, I think, was the exception to that, well, that, does, does that because they had a one, red level. Yes. Yeah, and that was for a good reason, and so I, I purchased that. I, for the most part, I won't. Well, I have to say, T Bone, touche to you. This looks pretty cool. I actually visually, it looks cool. It looks like, uh, uh, what's his face? Like that picture right there. That yeah, looks, it, it uh, definitely has Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll try. It's free, so it's worth a try. Yeah, it has Escher esque and Salvador Dali. I think they're they're basically trying to go off of the the success of Monument Valley. Yeah, why not? Yeah, right. Hmm. It certainly cool. makes sense. It's got some surreal elements to it. It's very cool. All right, I have an app of the week. You do? Yeah, I have. I, I gave have, you. I stalled. I stalled long enough for you uh, to come yes, up with I, it. I've actually had this app since it came out. All right. And and this is the kind of app. Actually, this has social like taboos against it. This is the kind of app that people. Um, either like and understand, or they say, "Why the, what? Why are you using that? And who lets you use that with them?" It's called. Uh, <laughs> it's actually an Apple app called Find Friends. Ah, uh, yes. yeah, that's that's yeah. There's, actually, there's stalker esque. My friend Alec elements. here yeah. lets me follow him. And wow. I have well. Here's there's a different there's a different com- there's a different conversation here. There's a set of rules. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to call Alec out on this because he... <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's far, find, my, find My Friends lets you, you know, just see where your friends are. Yeah. And, and it uses the GPS chip on their phone yep. to, to track them. Thank you for reminding me that I allow you to follow me because now I can remove you. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second before you do that. Before you do that, go somewhere cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. The funny thing is, um, uh, I, my wife and I use it with each other, and she uses it with several of her friends. And she goes, "I like it. It it holds people accountable." And I'm like, "Okay, but you know that seems kind of even harsher than me." Yeah. But I like, like I don't mind. There's people that I let follow me that I don't even. They're even close friends. But the rule that I have is, you have to let me follow you. Yeah. And actually, I have there's a couple. I have a people, a couple of people at work that I'm not really close to, but I follow them, and they follow me. And every once in a while, I'm like, why are they in California? And then we have a conversation about it. They're in California. So, the funny reason I have that rule is because Alec here, when Find My Friends first came out, Alec agreed to let me follow him, and he followed me. And then shortly thereafter, he he turned off me being able to follow him, and I thought, okay, he just deleted the app. 
But what I found out later on was he was following everybody. He just he just let he didn't let people follow him. I was creeping. You were creeping. It's not as fun. I mean, it may be fun to you, but it's not as fun if if you if you're following somebody and they don't let you follow them and they follow you. It's that's creepy. Yeah. But if 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 I don't care if somebody knows where I'm at, where I'm at, it kind of makes me feel. There's like five people, maybe ten, that know where I'm at. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Who cares? I have nothing to hide. Yeah. I mean, this this that's the question. Like, you'd want to know where your daughter is, right? Yeah. Sure. That's like straightforward. Has your daughter got a phone yet? She has an iPod Touch. At some point, you're going to give her a cell phone. It's going to happen yeah. soon. I just yeah. know you. You're going to give her a cell phone yeah. so you can call mom, say, Mom, pick me up from school. Yeah. And you're going to want to follow her. You're going to yeah. want to know where she is all the time. Yeah. And then she's going to make it so that you can't follow her. Well, if maybe, she maybe not. not. Yeah, well, she's not. No, she's not. But, like, why is that? I mean, do you, does something about Find My Friends bother you? No, to be honest with you, no. But I... I I got Would you it. care if I followed you and you went no, to Tennessee or a... no? I wouldn't care, but I that I it doesn't. It bothers me that Google is tracking every click I do. Yeah. If you want to follow me and you let me follow you, I don't care. You yeah. can follow me. I don't care. Like yeah. I don't care. I actually kind of like that you like you you every once in a while you'll check to see where I'm at and I might be on vacation. Yeah. Or I might be sitting at home. Might be dead side of the road. And that actually makes me feel better. Yeah. What's your take on that, Alec? Because um, you use it. You use my I use it. I don't use it that much. But the, How many people are in your list? It's my, my family and you and your wife. Yeah. That's, that's it. it? That's it. And uh, what about Sean? No. Long-time listener. Long-time <laughs> caller. No, Sean and I, we should. Because then when he comes over to my house, I can see when he's nearby, when he's almost there, yes, I can go yeah. let him in. That yeah, would he's be great. There. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that we don't follow each other in class. I actually like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's very useful. Because then I can also see when he's at work, and I'll say, like, oh, he can't come over. It doesn't bother me, like, my wife follows me, I follow her, and i like, she's still at work. Okay. All right. What do you got, Doc? Oh, for app? Um... You got some. I don't know if this truly counts because it's an app, but it's also, um, it's like a subscription yeah. service. So it's called MoviePass. Have you guys ever heard about this? No. So MoviePass is, is it like... an app like on the... On it's, it's an app on your phone, but it's something that you have to pay. You actually pay 30 or depending on where you live, $35 a month to use it. And what it is, is it is an app and a credit card that lets you see one movie every 24 hours in movie theaters. What? What? Um, yeah, up to one movie every 24 hours in almost any movie theater in the country. So if you like going to the movies, yeah. you can subscribe to MoviePass. How many, um, okay, how much does it cost? It's, it, depending on where you live. So a place like here, probably 30 a month. In New York, it's 35. Okay. But in New York, movie theaters... A ticket. Expensive. A ticket's fourteen fifty, so it pays for itself after How three movies. How many you can see? One movie every twenty four hours. So you could potentially see three movies in a week, cover your costs. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could see. Is there a limit? 
It's every 24 hours. Yeah, that's it. That's you the only see one seven movies a week. Yeah, but you know, it, it can get hard because if you see a showtime at 7.40 one night, you can't see any movie the next day before, before 740. 7.40. Yeah. So that, so it kind of creeps so forward a bit. Matinee. Yeah. Right, so if but you... realistically, could you see three movies a week? Oh, easily. Yeah. Every other day you could see a movie. And you, so that's 12 movies of, a month for 35 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. If I lived in, when I lived in New York, I would have totally did that. Oh, 35 yeah. bucks? Yeah. yeah. And if you That's have, one movie experience. And if you go to a movie like AMC movies, they have their own... Is it all... Yeah, that's another thing. Is it all... Companies? It is almost every theater. So mo- almost every theater in New York City has it. The, the one that I used to frequent, I don't go there anymore, is the Landmark Sunshine Theater, which I love, but hey, you know... But to pay extra money... Because I'm not going to pay fourteen fifty to see a movie anymore. Yeah, in this area, the Promenade and um, the at AMC that? Tillman... Yep. And um, Almost everything. the Carmike 16. And they're adding them all the airport. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Done. I've, yeah, it's changed my world right there. Yeah, and if you if like so if you see two movies, three, three, three a month, it pays for itself. Yeah, and you know what? Another great thing about it is you don't, um, you don't you know you don't feel bad if it's a bad movie. Yeah, right. Because you're just like ah, it's like no no sweat. I've seen you know I can sit through or I can leave. Yeah, no big deal. I don't. If you if you go that is the best half of the week. Yeah, the best half of the week ever. Yeah, well, you can show up late. Time or you can show up late. You can just stroll in anytime. If you like, you know, I could see. Or if you like the movie and you want to see it twice, or you want to see the last half of it, like it's it takes all the pressure off. I went to a film. I went to see Chappie, and there were two guys in the movie theater who would not shut up, and I didn't care because I wasn't no. paying anything. Yeah, and it was kind of like an interesting. Oh, it's a good side question of that. Because I, when I lived in New York, I would go see movies on a Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Mm. And I loved it. All right? Yeah. There's maybe five, six, ten people there, right? Okay. Does this ever happen to you? Yeah. You go to see a movie on a Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever, at 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And there's only... One other person there, and you're by yourself, and he's behind you four rows. And this happened to me like four or five times in I, five years in New York. Yeah. Because I'd go see movies. I was a waiter, and I'd go see movies in the day on my day off, and nobody'd right. be there. And then I'd sit down. There's nobody in the small theater. It was a weird movie. Nobody's there. I sit down, and like ten minutes before the movie starts, somebody comes in and sits down behind me. Right. Like in the row No, not the row right behind me, but like yeah, four creepy. or five. And I'm thinking, then I'm starting to sweat. This is going to be one of those things. The person's going to come behind me while I'm engaged in the movie and stick a bow knife in my back. Like, right at the moment where the main character gets stabbed. Like, just like, it's the worst. Like, did that ever happen to you where you get creeped out by people sitting well, behind you? You live in a very different New York than I live in. No, it's not. It was five years before you. It was like 40 years before you. Okay, well, it wasn't, I... It wasn't 1987 New York. It was okay. 2000 and, you know... All right, I thought, you lived, I thought you lived in New York a longer time ago than that. No. 
No, you know, I've sometimes... Have you ever been there? I will... Someone sat behind... It doesn't even have to be New York, but someone sat behind you, and you're like... No, hey, you know why? Why? Because I'm that man. <laughs> I sat behind you. I'm the one who sits behind you. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, fair enough. And breathes okay. on you. No, I, I walked in a couple times where it will be... I walk in, and the only other two people are, like, a guy and his girlfriend who are sitting in the very back, and I walk in, and they just kind of look at me, and they're like, ah, oh, oh, damn it. A guy and a girlfriend, you know, you're okay, because they're just going to be making out or whatever. Well, they look at me with disappointment, like, right. well, there goes our... Uh, we were going to do it. We were going to do it. All right. All right. Well, that's cool. You got a pro tip. You got a pro tip? Oh. No, I didn't even know there was a thing anymore. It's <laughs> fair. Uh, drink more beer. That's what my pro tip is. Yeah, that's cool. If you yeah. use Final Cut 10, you can just sort of uh, scrub your mouse over to the to a frame that you want to make a cut at, and then you can do Option End Bracket to make that an out point, or Option Open Bracket to make that your in point. That's a very niche. Yeah, I bet you some logic, too, though. Yeah. Elbows, props. Okay, that's cool. All right, hey, I'm so done. I, I, I don't have anything else, man. I, I've been... It's awesome. We've had such a great guest. And yeah. Hey, listen, if you want to um, hit us up, go to oldguyswithglasses.com, and every single... You could donate to our show. You could, like, send an email to either one of us, um, and we will get back to you. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you got old guys W glasses at Twitter. Yeah, and uh, if you want to follow T Bone's uh, Instagram feed, yeah, T Bone Old Guy. Yeah, um, Alec, this is your chance to plug away, man. If you, we, if somebody wants to watch that, watch the movie, The Letterbox. What do they got to do? Um, or like, just even follow the uh, how, the uh, the um, making of videos. I know that you have a couple on YouTube. Uh, yeah, you can go to my YouTube page. Uh, if you search for A.V. Helm, uh, you can find my YouTube page, and there's a lot of making-of videos um, that are pretty cool. And then um, you can also follow, if you go to avhelm.com, I will uh, have information up about film festivals for the Letterbox, wherever it plays. Awesome. Okay.